Hi, guys. Welcome to episode 16 of the On The Rise podcast. I'm Alicia, and I'm here with my co-host, Molly. Today, we're going to be talking about the art of decision-making. And I think this is a great topic for today. So what do you think, Molly? I know you're pretty good at decision-making, and I feel like I could learn a lot from you. What's your whole process when it comes to making decisions? Um, yeah, it's, I mean, decision-making is, is, is one of the most difficult things for everybody. And uh, especially in the past, I mean, I used to struggle with decisions making and I, for instance, dragged them out over days or weeks or even months. And uh, so that was the most important thing I could improve was like making fast decisions in uh, all these aspects of my life. So, um, I mean, used, I used to think that decision making was something rational and I still think that's true, but mm-hmm. it's a, Lately, I've making mis- mis- a lot of decisions with my gut, gut decisions. Yeah, I've always heard that making gut decisions are the best type of decisions because it's actually the right answer for where you are supposed to be going next in life. So do you think when you were having um, issues making decisions before, was it both big and little decisions or was it just one or the other? Uh, both. both. Uh, sometimes the smaller decisions took me more time than the big ones. Big ones, yeah. yeah. Sometimes, I mean, the big ones most of the time sort themselves out, but the smaller, the smaller decisions were the one that really tripped me up. And especially like, like the trivial decisions would even say, like, am I going uh, out today or am I not going out today? You know what I mean? Am I going out with that friend yeah. or that friend? Those things would like agonize me for uh, for weeks sometimes. Yeah, I had the same issue like with shopping for clothes or just like deciding what to eat. And it wastes so much time too. It's kind of frustrating. I'm like, just pick something. It's not that serious. It's not like a life-changing thing. Like maybe big decisions. Maybe, you know, we should take a little more time to think about that um, from time to time. But even those, like it's still like a gut thing. And I think over the past maybe six months, I'm getting a little better with making decisions, but I've definitely struggled with it a lot in the past. Mm-hmm. So how did you become, how did you get better? Yeah, so um, the, the smaller decisions, like say, for instance, the decisions that really don't really make, make a difference, like going to place A or going to place B, um, uh-huh. I, just, I just pick one. And in the past, I couldn't, I just flipped the coin. You know what I mean? Just take one, start yeah. higher. So um, a lot of those decisions, like if it's 50-50, I just take, take one. And if I feel like uh, I don't know what to do, just pick a card or something like that. It's very, very, very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, the bigger decisions, um, I say I trust my gut. And a lot of people think like I make them instantly. That's not, that's not what I do. But um, mm-hmm. for instance, um, if, if I need to, to think about a new name for, for, for a side or something, or I don't know, what I mostly do is just, I, I just sleep one night, you know, I just uh, sleep, go to bed and wake up in the morning mm-hmm. and see how I feel. Because, you know what, mental, uh, six cycles through a couple of mental stages. And uh, that's mm-hmm. what I mean with making the decision with my gut. You know what I mean? It's not really my gut, but, but it's like mm-hmm. you've, you've slept through it, you've thought about it, it it's, and, and then you come up with, a, with an answer. Yeah. So do you think it's a mix of uh, rationality and using your intuition? Yeah, it's everything. It's like, um, mm-hmm. I mean, people think gut, it's like there's, there's no thinking uh, involved. But in my opinion, it's the deepest form of thinking that happens because it's like 
your whole mm-hmm. body, your whole soul, your whole being uh, is involved with the decision making. And that's how I make my decision. Now. It's not only rational. Yeah, you can kind of feel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not only emotional. It's like on a very deep level that I want to be aligned. And then I always take the right decisions. Right. So last year you had wrote one sentence every day for a while. Like, how did you know the next step was to start writing a story a day? How did you get, how did you make that decision? Yeah, that's just one of those things. If you're in a flow state, you don't even have to make a decision. Just, that's Mm -hmm. just, I wrote one sentence a day and then I wasn't even finished with, with, with that challenge. I was still in that challenge when I started writing one story a day. So it just came naturally. So I was like, that was, I felt that that was, what I wanted to do, what I needed to do. And I didn't even have to make that decision. Okay. That wasn't a hard decision for you. Yeah. Because when I was at the beginning of this writing challenge, I was kind of like at a fork in the road and I wasn't sure which direction I wanted to go. And I really couldn't decide at that point, like back in January, if I wanted to do YouTube videos, if I wanted to do the podcast, if I wanted to write. So I just picked something and went because I'm like, it doesn't hurt anything because either, either any one of three options would have led to something good. Like, Either one can build something. So that's how I made that decision. Yeah. I think especially when nothing's going to hurt anything, you can kind of just pick something. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's not going to be bad. So um, about that decision. So you had like, if you, if you, we talk about that, you had like three clear options. None of them would really Mm -hmm. hurt you. So there's no downside in all three of them. So that's the first thing. So um, you were, that's already a clue that whatever you would have chosen would be the best. And then, it was yeah. probably think like, well, if I go, if I do the writing thing, it's easier, it's faster, it's most effective. Let's start there, right? Mm-hmm. And you knew that yeah. all three possible possibilities would still be possible in the future, so it doesn't really matter that much. So then you have to really pick one and start. That's true. Yeah, that's exactly how it went. And I think now I just talk through like just now I'm realizing that none of the three options could have hurt me back then. I wasn't thinking about that. I was just like, I'm just going to pick something because I was tired of agonizing it over, over it. Cause it's been like four months since I last wrote prior to that. So I'm like, I need to really start something. So yeah, I'm glad we kind of talked through that. It's weird. I just recognize that. Yeah. That's that. So um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. That's the mistake that a lot of people make. They, um, they have like two or three choices and they just, they just think about that for like a year. And, and if somebody asks about them, asked about it they're like yeah i'm still deciding but the thing is they use the decision process as an excuse not to to do things yeah exactly sometimes you just have to pick one and go and and there's no wrong answer and you just most important thing then is starting that's true yeah do you ever like in the past have you ever made decisions that or have the opposite effect. Like you think you're okay. So you feel, have a feeling in your gut, but then you pick something opposite of that. Has that happened to you? And you're like, Oh, I should have picked what I initially felt. Yeah. But the thing is, I've, 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 I've tried to do away with uh, second guessing myself. The moment I pick a decision, I'm yeah. just, boom, I'm, I go with it. So I'm not, I don't do that anymore. Like, um, agonizing over a mistake and say, well, I, I should have done that or should I have done that. That's, I mean, that doesn't help you in, in any in any capacity. So I don't do, uh, I don't go back in time and, and rethink my uh, my decisions. Ah, that's good. Yeah, that's what I had an issue with before was second guessing. I would decide one thing 
or I would feel something and now I just pick something else. And I'm like, wait, I should have gone with the first one. It was always like the wrong one that I ended up with like for a t- period of time. So, I mean, I think I've kind of moved past that now, but um, it's definitely still a process in doing that. Yeah, that's something I learned from my poker days because um, in poker, you can make a decision and uh, because <laughs> you don't have the information at the time, it seems like a good decision. But afterwards, it was a wrong decision. I'm just going to give you a simple example. You bluff against an opponent who has a monster hand. Afterwards, you could say, wow, what is, what are, how stupid are you? Why did you do that? If the bluff made sense on that moment without you having the information and it was a good decision, that's all you want. Whatever happens, yeah. is not really, that's not really, because you didn't know that at the point, doesn't really matter. So that's what they yeah. do. They agonize over the results. They're like, oh my God, I should not have bluffed that. I should have, you know what I mean? But that's how you, that's the wrong thinking because you, have, you work with what you have, with the information that you have. And if you made a good decision, that's all that's, that's necessary. And that's how I try to live my life now. I try to make good decisions mm-hmm. at any point. And whatever happens later is, I mean, if I made a good decision, the best decision possible, that's okay. Right. So for how long have you felt that you've been making better decisions? Like when did you recognize that you had, you know, difficulties with indecision and start making good decisions? Um, in the past, I mean, in the past I was a little bit passive. So I, I didn't know how to mm-hmm. make decisions. So I let the, the universe, let's say, make decisions for me. But mm-hmm. if you don't make yeah. active decisions and you let things drag along, it never works out for you. That's the thing. So uh, yeah. I, was, I was afraid of taking decisions. And now I realize, like, now I can. I don't know why, when exactly happened, but now I'm very good at making decisions and figuring out what works and what doesn't work. And that's, yeah, that's great. Right. Yeah, you don't have control over your life when you're just letting it, like, the universe take control or whatever. It's like you're not, le- you're not leading your life. Yeah, I mean... Um, I th- honestly, that's the number one mis- number one um, um, weakness that people have is that they're they're not good at decision making, and they let others decide. They let their their business partner decide. They let their customers decide. But they all everybody has an agenda, of course. And if you let others decide, you're not gonna end up with the best decisions for you for you personally. So that's a that's a problem. Right. And probably decision making is something that you get better at in adulthood, just because in childhood, you're so used to people telling you what to do or what direction to go or following what your parents say. So it's not something that most people are used to because they're used to being told what to do by the law or the school or their parents. And then once you get an adult, you have to actually get good at decision making if you want to, you know, go in the direction that you want to go in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's a, that's a very good, great point you, you make there. It's like, even adults are not good at decision making. A lot of people I know are looking at their friends, their bosses, mm-hmm. their the mainstream media. I mean, politicians to tell them what to do. So um, yeah, I mean, probably something that they. I mean that the, the um, education system is is not good at at the moment at making at, at turning people into great decision makers. I think that's probably the the issue. Right, because they tell you exactly what to do. They tell you to go, well, everyone basically goes to high school, but they tell you to go to college and then to pick a career out of that and then work full time after that. There's like a certain path that you have to take. So I can understand why people would have difficulty in making decisions because they're so used to being or having to fit into the mold of things instead of having to make the decision themselves. And I think 
you know, once you move into entrepreneurship or you start to do your own thing, you get a lot better at decision making than if you were to follow the norm. Yes, that's that's true. I mean, they they tell you, they t- they teach you what to or, or what to decide, but they don't don't teach you how mm-hmm. to to make decisions, and that's uh, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And like you said, okay. entrepreneurship is, yeah. is, is probably the best way to learn it. Trader trading, all that that kind of things, all the situations, and when you have to act independently and come up with the best action all the time, is very great for for your decision making skills. Yeah. Do you have anything like any major decisions you made recently that you can give as an example? Well, for instance, of how you came to that decision, I mean, like mm-hmm. the publication, right? I mean, we can talk about that. It's happened. I mean, we were talking about, hey, are we? Could we do a collaboration? Oh yeah, sure. And mm-hmm. then I mean, I, it was a no-brainer. I even didn't even have to decide. So that's that's how, how I evolved. <laughs> I, I I became became in the past. I would have agonized over it, like. Is this a good way to do it? Is that the best thing that I can do now? Is that good for my time or effort? Now I was like, yeah, it makes uh-huh. sense. There's no downside. There's only upside. So let's do it. And most of the time now, if I do something and there's no downside, I do it because the upside is always unlimited. Right. I agree. So like, do you think there is an appropriate amount of time to be uh, like basically debating over a decision? How long do you think people should give themselves or how long do you give yourself to make a decision? You said one night, I know for some things, is that for everything? Yeah, or? Um, I would say, for instance, the, the biggest decisions ever in my life, I would probably take a week, like eight, a week. seven days, seven total different yeah. mental stages. That's probably should do it. If you can't decide it in a week, then uh, whatever you have, you're going to decide. Yeah. I mean, do you think if it takes that long to decide, then maybe it's not the right direction to go yeah, so, like it was taking longer yeah there's oh. there's like a, a, a well-known saying says like either something is hell yeah or it's no and it's the same it's the same thing yeah. that we talk about That's right true. somebody asks you hey mm-hmm. let, let's start a business it should be hell yes if it's like not hell yes then you shouldn't do it because that means like you're that's also the gut the gut feel right mm-hmm. that's true yeah because it shouldn't feel like a lukewarm decision like oh, okay well i guess and I've made decisions like that in the past. And then I've had to back out of them. Like, okay, that wasn't the right decision. But I think it also has to do with happiness too. Like you have to decide based off things that are going to fulfill you in life and make you happy. Like, is this direct, the direction that I want to be going? So I definitely think over the past six months or a year or so that I've been doing things um, more toward deciding things that are going to help me be happier in life. Yeah. I mean, that's a big one that you just talk, uh, talked about. It's like the purpose, right? What's your purpose in life? And is the thing that you're about to do, is that going to bring you closer to your purpose or not? And uh, you, all, yes. you always have to be true with yourself. I mean, you cannot lie about things like that. And inside, deep down, mm-hmm. you always know. Yeah. So, so, mm-hmm. what, I was, Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, what I was thinking uh, about was like the last couple of days, I've always made like an instant yes. Or if it was not like instantly yes, and I had to think about it, it became a no. So that's how the last day, right? yeah, days my, I made my decision. But that's because I'm like in momentum. And if you're in momentum, you instantly know, yeah, that's good or that's not good. And you don't you don't agonize. You don't waste time on deciding. So whenever I like yeah, a lot of email you. emails about questions or business propositions or whatever, if it's not instantly mm-hmm. yes, I don't 
a reply immediately. Yes, it's I leave it in my sitting in my inbox, and it's always. I mean, I bet you it's always going to be a no. Hmm, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, I think I will actually start doing things like that too. Because I think there was there's actually another publication that I was supposed to write for, but I don't feel like I write in that category necessarily. So. I think I'm going to have to tell the person, no, I did initially said I can do it, but now thinking about it, it's probably not something that's a good decision because it doesn't fit into like everything that I'm trying to build now. Yeah. That, that's great. Right. So you realize something mm-hmm. by thinking, by talking about it. That's, that's great. So, um, yeah, it does wonders for your, for your personal life. If you can decide things easier and, and like, yeah, I mean, you change, you, you save yourself so much agony and, and, and confusion and, and, and misery it's very it, i mean that's the one number one thing i could recommend our listeners is try to figure out how to decide better and faster right because if you decide well it should make your life easier it shouldn't make it more difficult in my opinion at least yeah that's true and and also like addition a decision is not made is not written in stone right i mean Suppose somebody asks you, can you join my, my publication? And you feel like it's not a good fit and you say no. But two weeks later, something happens and you're like, yeah, you know what? I still think I should do it. I mean, ask it. And if they say no, then you know, okay, this is not meant to be. But I mean, right, you can always, you can always return, retrace. You can always go back on your decisions. That's not a, a shame. That's not a flip-flop. That's just life is flexible. Life is fast. I mean, yeah, I change your yeah, mind. That's, that's perfectly fine. So uh, that's what I try to do. Um, like you can think about decisions as like you have one kind of decisions and that's like open a door, a one-way door. Or you have the other kind of mm-hmm. decisions and that's like a two-way door. And the two-way doors, those decisions are fantastic. You can, you can take them and if they don't work out, you can always go back. So I try to take those decisions. One-way doors, right. um, yeah, sometimes that happens, but only if it's like hell yeah and if it's, and you know i mean you shouldn't yeah. take once those uh, every day those are the ones you take like once a year or something like that the big decisions the big ones the, the truly irreversible ones the ones that you can't mm-hmm. uh, return back to and honestly sometimes yeah. even sometimes those decisions are are smaller than you think in the in the in the grand scheme of things so you shouldn't sweat it i know it's true because almost most everything is like reversible. Like you may cause some damage though, but most everything you can get out of, you know, after you get into it. Yeah, I was, I was, with my, uh, I was talking about it with my uh, landlords <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. they're like, yes, yeah, so what are you going to do if you, because I was talk- talking about how easy the contract would be, be how easy we could uh, uh, stop the, con- the contract and stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, but... Once you stop the contract, you can't go back, right? You can't go back here. And I'm like, yeah, but that's okay. I mean, you don't. I mean, I don't have to go back right here, right? I can live everywhere. So, but they're like still in the in the mindset of can go back. It's a it's a it's a re- irreversible decision. It's going to change your life. Yeah. Now. You know what? This is not the worst thing in the world if I have to live somewhere else, right? That's true. So like when you make decisions, I think you make a good point there. Like you always have to be okay with the consequences. And that's something I learned too. Like even when I went to Costa Rica last year, everyone was saying, oh, you know, what if you 
aren't able to afford it or what's going to happen when you come back and you don't have a car. And I was willing to do with all, deal with all the consequences and the worst case scenario, I was okay with it. So I think you have to make sure you're okay with all the cons, you know, as well as the pros. Yeah. But I mean, if you do that exercise, like look at the worst case, you always figure out that the worst case is not uh, that bad. It's not. No, that's why I determined. I'm like, it's not, I don't even think that's a big deal. Yeah. So, uh, that's another reason to not, uh, to not sweat over your decisions. Just, I mean, yeah. make, make wise decisions. Okay. But don't agonize over them and don't take weeks and weeks and weeks to do it. If it's right, you feel it in your gut. You have to go for it. That's the only thing you can do. Yeah. Like as long as it's not like life or death, that would be the only thing that maybe yeah. you have to contemplate, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there are ser- truly serious decisions. That's true. But we're like in business mm-hmm. Business is never about life and death, right? Yeah. Everything else, the majority of decisions aren't that crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, not like that situation. Yeah. It rem- reminds me of a, a guy who fought in World War II, and then he became an entrepreneur. And he was always laughing about entrepreneurs because he was like, what you think is, is serious business is nothing compared to real life death and life death situations. So he always knew mm-hmm. how to make great decisions, and he never agonize over them because if you knew like you know what what is the worst case that happens nothing right i mean worst case <laughs> you're doing nothing by deciding by agonizing over the decision so just pick something yeah i mean it's the same thing what we always say just start right suppose you would have <laughs> agonized for for six months on what medium uh name you would take or what platform you would write or what story yeah. we would write or what you know what I mean? How we would do it? Uh, would we would write poems? Would you write? If you, yeah, you know what? We just did it and we just start writing, and then I mean, that's much more better. That's much better than just agonizing over every little detail. Yeah, definitely. And the name is something I get stuck on a lot. Actually, that's like yeah. uh, one of the decisions I always get stuck on trying to decide a name for my thing. So I just started naming it my name. I'm like, you know, whatever. I can change it later if I come up with something better. But just it's like so important not to get stuck on small things that are insignificant. I used to be like that too. I used to be very, very bad with names. But uh, I mean, I don't know, the last couple of years, I just used a placeholder name. And sometimes that placeholder name turns out to be the name. I mean, I don't sweat about those things. Like if you're a good storyteller, yeah. the name doesn't really matter that much. Yeah. Talk about how we came up with the name for the publication. Yeah. Do I have to talk about it? Yeah, just <laughs> you can say how we came up with the name for the publication. Yeah, so I uh, I wrote uh, I, I I made a list of ten names and you made a list of ten names and the day after we just scratched out we took the like the best three and then you took your best three and then we talked about it and then we looked at at the ones were available and then uh, we I think we had rise up or something like that and then we just like oh, on the rise okay that's the name. And that was it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the way most little decisions should go because it only took a day. And usually things like coming up with a name, I'll be like, <laughs> I won't start a company for like two or three months because I'm sitting here like, oh, what name should I do? And that's like the smallest part of everything. Like there's companies like meeting a sneaker. It's just a name. Like you just got to pick something. It's not that important. Yeah. That's how you see you're in the company of experienced entrepreneurs. They're like uh, the name just put, put down A or B and we go with the 
very fast decisions. I mean, they never waste time on something small like that. They're just like, okay, let's do that and just go up. Right. And uh, the smaller entrepreneurs or the yeah. less experienced ones, they agonize over every little detail. Should our product be green or red? Should it, you know what I mean? Is our is our market for young students or yeah. and, or young uh, yoga yogi or something like that? They're they're agonizing over every other detail, mm -hmm. and the experienced one just ship it out there, see whoever wants it, and they're just going. Yeah, you figure it out as you go. You can an analyze all the results as you go. Uh, I, I read an interesting quote that like if you can think, take your decisions ten percent better than your competitor. That makes mm -hmm. like for a billion dollar in, 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 in your lifetime because you're all, especially if you're like yeah. if your big company comes bigger and bigger, that ten percent turns out to be a billion dollars. So um, it's the best skill to have. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, do you have any final thoughts on decision making today that you can share with people? Um, to make the most important thing is like um, if you have a decision, just trust your gut. If it feels right at the moment, maybe wait one night. If it still feels right, go do it. And if it from the start, something does sit right, just don't say no. Just say no because um, it will always turn bad. That's fine. Yeah. And if it's something yeah. small, just pick something. Point if you have to, just do it. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that's a wrap for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we do want to mention there's two posts in our publication that we would love for you to check out today. The first is by Danny Forrest and it's called Don't Do What You Can, Do What You Want, Put Your Life in Your Hands. And the second post is by Jesse Karama and it's How to Turn Your Failures into an Engaging Story. So you guys check out those posts and give them some claps. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening to this episode today. We will see you Bye. tomorrow. Thanks. Bye-bye.